Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Blind Analysis. My name is Tommy Ray Valdez. Welcome to Season 7, Episode 1 of The Blind Analysis. For those of you who have come across this podcast for the very first time, I just wanted to take a couple minutes to share with you guys what this podcast is all about, give you guys a little bit of an introduction to The Blind Analysis, um, and then we will jump right into today's topic. So uh, first... um, I want to talk a little bit about what this podcast is all about. Once again, my name is Tommy Ray Valdez. And the reason why we call this podcast The Blind Analysis is because I have been totally blind since birth. Um, And uh, um, I really enjoy sports. Uh, My favorite sports are baseball and football. Um, I really enjoy watching Major League Baseball and NFL football. My favorite teams are the Seattle Mariners and the Seattle Seahawks. I'm from Washington State. So... Um, you know, I like to, uh, spend a lot of time talking about sports. Um, and I like to talk about, you know, like I said, the Mariners and the Seahawks. Um, I also like to talk about other MLB teams and other NFL teams as well. Um, we are about to begin another baseball season. Um, so, um, pitchers and catchers have already reported to spring training. Um, so on this season of the blind analysis, we will talk a lot about uh, Major League Baseball. We'll talk a lot about the Mariners. Uh, we'll talk a lot about um, Mariner games and their opponents. Um, and uh, we will also talk a lot about the Seahawks as well. Um, we will talk about, um, you know, the Seahawks offseason. And now with the NFL um, uh, going into offseason, um, you know, we will talk about all of the free agency signings um, and all of the trades that will take place in the NFL. And we'll try to cover as many of them as I can. Um, and uh, we will also talk a little bit about what the Seattle Seahawks will do in the NFL draft. And once the NFL draft takes place, we will talk about um, the other additions that the Seahawks have made to their roster as well. So um, it's going to be a fun season. Um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to talking about sports uh, with all of you guys and giving you guys a little bit of, of um, a blind guy's analysis on sports. So um we will talk about sports and uh, we will also talk about most importantly um, I use this podcast to share my Christian faith with others. At the end of each podcast episode um, I like to end each podcast episode um, by either sharing a Bible verse or just sharing um, a thought that comes to my mind um, an encouraging thought that will hopefully um, uplift and encourage you um, and uh, hopefully, you know, um, I can uh, help um, help you uh, grow in your Christian faith. Um, and you know, by doing this, um, I also um, this this also helps me grow in my Christian faith as well. So, um, you know, as Christians, we are called uh, to be the salt of the earth and light of the world, um, and we are called to share our Christian faith with others. Um, so, I use this podcast as my platform. Um, not only to talk about sports, uh, but most importantly, to share my Christian faith with others and hopefully lead people to Jesus along the way and help uh, grow the kingdom of God. So uh, that's what we talk about on this podcast. Um, if you are interested in these topics, stay tuned um, and um, you know continue to watch this podcast. Uh, it's a lot of fun, um, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So uh, that's my introduction. Uh, Now let's get into today's topics. Uh, First, um, let's talk about a little NFL news. 
Uh, the final two head coaching vacancies have now been filled. Um, the Indianapolis Colts have hired Shane Steikens as their new head coach. He was the offensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Arizona Cardinals have hired Jonathan Gannon as their new head coach. He was a defensive coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles. So the Eagles, um, you know, obviously they went to the Super Bowl this year. Um, you know, um, their assistant coaches, um, their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator did a great job of uh, helping um, lead the Eagles to the Super Bowl. Of course, they lost to the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, but they had a great season. They had a great offense, a great defense. And uh, now both of these coaches, uh, they have an opportunity to be head coaches. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see how that works out for them. So uh, that's my thoughts on the latest NFL news. Uh, now I want to talk a uh, little MLB news. Um, the San Diego Padres have come to terms on a three-year, $26 million contract with Michael Waka. Uh, Michael Waka, a very good starting pitcher. Um, he provides more depth to the San Diego Padres starting rotation. Um, and uh, the Padres, they have a very good starting rotation already. And uh, Michael Waka just adds more depth to that rotation. So good move for the Padres. Um, and also, I didn't know about this, but um, earlier in the offseason, the Cleveland Guardians, uh, they signed a very good catcher in Mike Zunino. Um, Mike Zunino, a very good veteran catcher who began his career with the Seattle Mariners. Uh, he also spent some time with the Tampa Bay Rays as well. Um, he was a part of uh, some really good playoff teams with the Tampa Bay Rays. He also played in the World Series with the Tampa Bay Rays as well a few years ago. So uh, Mike Zunino brings a lot of experience to the Cleveland Guardians, a very good defensive catcher. Um, he does a great job of handling um, a pitching staff and a very good power hitter as well. He doesn't really hit for a high average, uh, but when he's healthy, he can hit a lot of baseballs over the fence. So um, I think he's going to be a very good addition to the Cleveland Guardians ball club. So that's my thoughts on the latest um, MLB signings. Uh, now I want to talk a little bit about some new rules that are coming to the MLB this season. Um, first of all, um, um, there's a really interesting rule, um, banding, uh, banding uh, the shift, uh, the infield shift in the MLB. Um, you know, before um, on the infield, you would see, you know, um, a crazy shift where, you know, um, a left-handed pool hitter would be at the plate um, and, uh, you know, you see four guys on the left side of the infield, um, and, you know, it would make it very tough, uh, for a left-handed pool hitter, uh, to pick up a hit. Um, you know, even when they square the ball up, it goes right at somebody. So, uh, with this new, um, this new, uh, MLB rule change, um, no more shifting on the infield. So now there has to be two guys on the right side of second base, two guys on the left side of second base of second base um, and uh, uh, they have to always be on the infield dirt as well. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be a great rule change. Uh, some people would argue um, that, you know, these guys are professional hitters um, and uh, you know, um, some people would argue that, you know, um, uh, when there is a shift alignment, um, you know, that they should just be able to hit the ball the other way. Uh, but with how good these pitchers pitch nowadays, um, you know, it, it's very tough to hit the ball the other way. It's not as easy as it sounds. Um, 
and um, you know, um, with um, the shift uh, no longer in play, um, I think this is going to make things a lot better in baseball. Um, I think we will see a lot more hits, which will ultimately lead to a lot more runners in scoring position, which will ultimately lead to a lot more runs. So um, I like this rule change, um, and uh, I think it's going to make baseball a lot better. So um, that's going to be a very good rule change. Another interesting rule change is going to be the pitch clock. Um, I'm really interested in seeing uh, this new rule change. Uh, pitchers uh, will now have, um, from once uh, they have the baseball, um, they will have 15 seconds to deliver a pitch. Um, and if they go over 15 seconds without delivering a pitch, an automatic ball will be added to the count for the hitter. Um, and also there's going to be a rule change uh, for the hitters as well. Once that pitch clock begins, hitters will have eight seconds to be in the batter's box. Um, and they're going to have to be ready to go within those eight seconds. Um, if a hitter is not in the batter's box within those eight seconds, an automatic strike will be added to the hitter's count. So um, this is definitely going to speed up the game. Um, this has been tested down in the minor league level. Um, and uh, uh, the speed of the game um, has um, um, definitely increased. Um, and uh, the average game has gone from three hours and three minutes down to about two and a half hours. So, um, you know, I think this is going to be um, a great rule change for MLB baseball. Um, and I really like it. And uh, when there are runners on base, pitchers will have 20 seconds to deliver a pitch. So, um, you know, I like this, this rule change. It's going to be a big adjustment, especially for veteran players. Um, but, um, you know, it's going to be uh, really interesting uh, to see how quickly uh, these these uh, players can adjust to this rule change. Uh, and uh, these rule changes are going to come into effect right away in day one of the first spring training games. So um, I like these rule changes, and uh, they're going to be really interesting. Another rule change uh, will be the amount of pickoff attempts uh, that a pitcher um, um, could attempt uh, per at-bat. Um, you know, the pickoff attempt is uh, the most unpopular, um, the most unpopular play in baseball. Um, you know, you, every time you see a pickoff attempt, you hear the fans booing, um, you know, and uh, now uh, this limits the pickoff attempts per at bat. So now um, pitchers um, can only um, uh, throw the ball over uh, three times per at bat. Um, after the first two pickoff attempts, um, you know, without uh, getting the runner out, um, and then the pitcher throws over the third time, uh, if they fail to get the runner out the third time, uh, that will be an automatic balk, and uh, the runner will move up to the next base. So, um, you know, this is going to be a big adjustment for pitchers. Uh, not only can they not, um, you know, um, throw the ball over and try and pick off a runner, uh, more than three times, uh, but they also can't step off of the mound and look over and, um, you know, try and get the runner back to the bag um, more than three times per at-bat. So um, I think it's going to be uh, a very interesting rule change, um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think this is going to make baseball a lot better as well, um, and it's going to be interesting for the base runners as well. Um, you know, once uh, after that second pickoff attempt, 
Um, you know, I, I can imagine um, base runners taking a bigger lead uh, and uh, getting off of the bag um, and uh, taking a big lead and, you know, trying to steal more bases. Um, so, you know, I think that's definitely going to increase as well. Um, and it's going to be really interesting. And finally, one more rule change. Um, the bases will be bigger this season. Uh, it will go from 15 inches to 18 inches. First, second, and third base will now be 18 inches. Um, so um, bigger bases, I think, will ultimately lead to more stolen bases. Uh, so that's going to make baseball a lot more fun as well. So uh, like I said, I like all these rule changes. And ultimately, I think all these rule changes were put in place um, to get runners in scoring position a lot more faster and ultimately lead to more runs. Um, you know, that's what we want to see in baseball. We want to see more runs. We want to see more hits. And we want to see more action. And, um, you know, we want to see, uh, you know, uh, the pace of action increase. So, um, you know, with all these rule changes, um, I think this is only going to make the game faster. Um, it's going to make uh, the game a lot more exciting. Um, and we're going to see a lot more offense in Major League Baseball this season. Uh, one more thought on um, the infield shift rule. Um, league average, um, league batting average uh, coming into this season. Um, last season, uh, the league batting average was only 243. Um, and uh, when you get rid of the infield shift, uh, that's only going to increase batting average. Um, and like I said, it's going to increase hits and ultimately increase, um, you know, runners in scoring position and runs. So um, great rule changes. And I can't wait to see them in effect once spring training games begin. So uh, we'll know more about that once spring training games begin. Um, but it's definitely going to be interesting to watch, especially early on in the season. So that's my thoughts on the latest MLB rule changes. Now I want to talk about the World Baseball Classic. Uh, World Baseball Classic is a very exciting tournament. Uh, for those of you who have never heard of it, um, the World Baseball Classic takes place normally every four years. Um, and uh, this uh, this World Baseball Classic will feature 20 different countries. Um, and what this tournament is, um, it's uh, major leaguers and minor leaguers um, from um, all across the league uh, will participate um, in this tournament. Um, they will participate for their home countries, um, and uh, it's going to be really exciting to watch. Um, the uh, first uh, four annual World Baseball Classics were very interesting. Japan won the first two World Baseball Classics. The Dominican Republic won the third World Baseball Classic, and Team USA won the last World Baseball Classic. So Team USA is looking to defend their title. Uh, they're going to have a great squad, a full of great major league talent, um, but so will a lot of these other teams. Uh, so we, we will see um, a lot of uh, really good major leaguers participating um, in this World Baseball Classic. We will also see a lot of uh, really good minor leaguers uh, going up against really good major league pitching. We will also see really good um, minor league pitching going up against really good major league hitters as well. Um, and we will also see guys from other countries um, who are, you know, trying to impress some MLB scouts and uh, hopefully, um, you know, try to make their way uh, to playing um, in the United States and uh, playing in the major leagues. So it's going to be a great tournament. Uh, like I said, 20 countries uh, will participate. 
And um, I believe it's going to begin March 11th. Um, so, um, you know, it's a great opportunity for players um, uh, to play a more competitive baseball in spring training. Um, and it's going to get them ready uh, for uh, the start of the major league season a lot faster. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So uh, really looking forward to it. Um, and uh, it's a great opportunity, even for guys who are not participating in the World Baseball Classic. Um, it's a great opportunity for, you know, young uh, minor leaguers uh, to make a strong impression on their big league ball clubs uh, while uh, the big major league stars are away participating in the World Baseball Classic. So um, if you've never seen the WBC before, uh, it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a great way to experience um you know, how, um, you know, all um, uh, different um, countries um, play baseball. Um, you know, you get a chance to see their culture um, and, you know, to see um, how their fans interact and, um, you know, how they uh, show their appreciation for the game of baseball. So it's a fun tournament. Um, the Mariners, they will have some players participating. Um, Julio Rodriguez and Teoscar Hernandez will be playing for the Dominican Republic. Um, Matt Brash will be pitching out of the bullpen for Team Canada. Um, and uh, one of the Mariners' top young prospects, Harry Ford. Uh, he is one of the Mariners' top young uh, catchers um, in uh, their uh, uh, minor league, um, in um, uh, one of their minor league affiliates. Um, and, uh, you know, he's going to play for, um, for Great Britain. So, um, I believe there will also be a few other uh, minor leaguers participating in the World Baseball Classic for the Mariners. So, um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, like I said. And um, I'll talk a little bit more about it once we get into uh, the later rounds. Um, but uh, I think it's going to be really interesting. And uh, I'll be pulling for Team USA. Um, and uh, hopefully they can defend their titles. So um, really looking forward to the World Baseball Classic. So that's my thoughts on everything. Um, now I just want to leave you guys uh, with an encouraging Bible verse before I go from the book of Psalms, chapter 25, verse 4. Um, and uh, this Bible verse says, uh, show me the path, O Lord. Uh, show me uh, the way to follow. Um, you know, this is an encouraging Bible verse. Um, and uh, it reminds us all that, um, you know, God's path is the best path for us to follow. Um, you know, it might not be the easiest path. Um, you know, it, it can be challenging at times. Um, you know, at times it could be a difficult path. Uh, but in the end, God's path is the most rewarding path. Uh, so trust in the Lord. Um, you know, seek his will. Um, and uh, in the end, um, you know, uh, you will be rewarded. And in the end, um, you know, everything uh, will work out um, even better than you could ever have planned. Um, taking your own pathway. So I just want to leave you guys with that thought. Thank you guys for listening. God bless you guys. Always remember that God is love and God is good all the time. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, and uh, I'll be back uh, soon. Um, you know, once I watch a few of, you know, these Mariners spring training games, uh, get a little bit of an idea of uh, more of what this Mariners roster uh, might look like. Um, and, uh, um, I will continue to share my thoughts on these MLB rule changes as well. 
Um, and hopefully we'll be able to talk about the World Baseball Classic um, soon as well. So um, once again, see you guys next time. Uh, God bless you guys and uh, go Mariners.